Yo, this is Hanging with Apes, an Audio Apes podcast. Real talk, real topics, no limits. Audio Apes, music with no boundaries. Yo, what's up everybody? I'm K Cartoon. I'm Rx Phonics. We are the Audio Apes and you are officially Hanging with Apes, a weekly Tuesday podcast where we discuss trending topics and current news with a philosophical and comedic flair and our take on it, two guys from the south side of Chicago. Check us out on Twitter at Hanging with Apes. Check us out on Twitter at Audio Apes. And go to our website, hangingwithapes.com. When you get there, sign up for our newsletter. In today's episode, 17 Dead, the Florida school shooting, our thoughts, what people are thinking, the political response, the media, a lot to cover. We're going to talk a little bit about the NBA All-Star Weekend. And something that happened during the NBA All-Star Weekend involving a Fox News host, Lauren Ingram, and LeBron James. What do you want to talk about first? LeBron James. Um, let's talk about the shooting. Yeah, I think uh, it's it's uh, it's sad. And uh, what was it? It was a Florida school. What was the name? Florida. Parkland School. So Parkland School. Terrible mass shooting. 17 dead. Yeah. Unfortunately, this has become the norm, and it's sad. And normal on a lot of things, obviously the mass shooting thing and, and, the, and on the political side of things. Um, it's sad how after a mass shooting, you can bet that the fallout is going to be almost exactly what the last fallout was. You see the left saying this, you see the right saying that, and then this time around, um, you saw CNN use a lot of the victims in their um, yeah. interviews. They're definitely weaponizing those kids. Yeah, and that's sad. Uh, I mean, they made it a point to put families of the victims on TV, and one was a grieving mother. I don't know if you saw that one. Yeah. And uh, that's, that's, that's fucked up. It's terrible. Obviously, made me feel for her. Her daughter died, and she's crying. She's sobbing. It's sad. It's messed up. And you think about that, and you're like, man, I, I don't want this to happen again. And I bet that's, that's what most people who who care, you know, obviously who 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 have feelings, who are human, they they think that. But that's feelings. And as terrible as it is, if you've ever gotten in an argument with your mom or your dad or your wife, you know, daughter, brother, sister, and and you're in that state where you're, you know, emotional, things are said that might not be the best solution to the problem that's at hand. And I feel that that's a very big part of what's happening with with uh with this whole situation and and like you said cnn is weaponizing people yeah it's terrible yes we do need gun laws as far as you know someone would need an oil change for for a car right you need you need to always look at whatever you're looking at and and be like okay this we need to fix this or this needs maintenance and yeah i I could see i could see certain laws being passed uh that that could that could potentially help but then some of the laws that we could put in place might not. And generally speaking, the left, they want gun laws and the right say, well, what laws are going to stop this behavior? Which is, a, I think, a legitimate question. Uh, what, you confiscate guns, ban assault rifles? That's what it sounds like when the left is saying, oh, well, we got to do something. And I guess my question I would want to ask you is, what do you think would be good gun laws? I, I and don't then, think... And then, if there are any good gun laws, will they stop what's happening? No, and we've seen already plenty of examples of 
gun laws that are in place that it it, it doesn't do anything. Look at the Vegas shooter, Stephen Paddock. No red flags because it doesn't just because somebody doesn't have a history of breaking the law doesn't mean that one day they won't break the law. Yeah, so so a gun law, I mean, okay, you know, the background check. Okay. Now in other cases, you have stuff like the the Texas church shooter that there were red flags, but it did, it still didn't stop them. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like because the law sometimes is inadequate. I think when you're talking about a situation like this, the only thing that makes logical sense is that the person shooting needs to be killed. That's what needs to happen. When there when that's happening, there is no gun law or anything that's going to save or or do anybody any good. You need armed security you need teachers that the ones that are willing to carry to to stop the shooter and and just let's think about this let's think about this for one second there's been this uh teacher slash coach that they've been kind of highlighting on social media and the news he gave his life for a bunch of students i guess he pretty much hugged them covered the 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 blanket of gunshots from from hitting them and, and he pretty much took the bullets from that's a hero yeah. Like a solidified hero. Like there's nothing. They should name n- not just a school after this person, a city after him. Like he gave his life for these kids. Yeah. That's a fucking hero. Yeah. But what if what if he had a gun on him? What if he had a gun and the dude was shooting? And instead of having to die, he would have just shot shot this lunatic. You know what I'm saying? That's That's my point. Obviously, this was a man who was willing to act because... A coward would have just ran and said, well, well, fuck these kids. So you're you're obviously willing to act and you're obviously willing to do something to help these kids. So the heart is there. The willingness is there. So then the people that want to help, let's give them the tools to help. Yeah. Let's give them the tools to do to do that. Because that's the only thing that's going to do it. Because there's nothing we could do right now that, that will stop it. Even if you did do the unrealistic task of stopping every single gun that's manufactured and every single gun that's out there, there's still so many unregistered guns on the black market that it wouldn't even make a difference. So you got to step away from that and you got to look, you, you, you got to look outside of that, that on top of the fact that you want to weaponize these kids, just like you want to (laughs) always mobilize and weaponize against the NRA but how many members of the NRA do this? None of them. In yeah. fact, it's the members of the NRA that there are times and occurrences that they've actually helped and or stopped the yeah. situation. Yeah. So how are we looking at this? I mean, when you were in school and you took a test and you failed the test or didn't so, do so great on the test, who who took the heat for it? Did you or did the pencil take the heat for it? Like, yeah. was it the yeah. pencil's fault? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. th- maybe maybe every kid that fails in school, maybe we should ban pencils because they're failing the tests. No, it's it's the person. And yeah. what do you do? You you as a teacher, as a teacher, you don't say, "Oh, well this kid failed and that's it. I can't teach no more because he failed." No, you teach all, you learn from that. You try to teach that kid to do better, but even if that kid continues to fail, 
you don't you don't punish all the other kids. You you take you take the steps that you need to take. And that's the same thing with this. Why why are you gonna punish why are you gonna punish law abiding gun owners and, and people that that want guns to protect their family? Yeah. And not just guns to protect their family. Let's be real. Guns are also part of protecting against a government becoming tyrannical. Yeah. And, and and I think it's important that the people keep the government in check. I think it's important because, sure, it does seem at times like, oh, it's a far-fetched idea. The United States government taking over. Yeah, but it's happened in countries. Mm-hmm. It's happened. <clears throat> and tr- so so yeah. let's let's look at the situation for what it is. Of course, it's a sad situation, but you can't base laws on emotions. You just can't do that. No. You can't do it. It doesn't work. It won't work. You know, and I don't know, as much as I love doing this this show and, and doing this podcast, I get tired of doing these episodes where it's the same thing over and over again. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, what... How much are you going to use use these, like all the time using these victims? Oh, you see, it wouldn't have happened if not for the yeah. NRA. How? how? What does the NRA have to do with yeah. this? And also not to mention the NRA, yeah, they fund, I mean, they, they donate money to, to certain politicians. But do you think that that alone is, is the reason why? Right, but Politicians still, okay, say, they donate money, but what do yeah. they have to do with this? Yeah, and that's what I'm saying, like, because that's the, what they correlate. Oh, well, since they're donating money, the politicians aren't doing... No, why don't you just use logic? And, and and uh, and well, let's, let, let's look back. During the Obama administration, when they had the House and they had the Senate, they didn't pass gun laws, right? Why? Why didn't they? Because that's not what the people want. The no. Second Amendment... Is the Second Amendment, and 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 now let's look at, let's say if you if for some reason everyone was was in accord, which, I I again, the Constitution is so great for a reason, and 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 the way it was written, is so great for a reason, and that's why we've came a long way. But let's let's look at uh how many guns there are in America, three hundred million. Uh, who did the that buyback program you were telling me? Uh, the the whole government trying to confiscate. I think it was Australia yeah. or something like that. They got you told me it was one third of the guns or something like that. Because I, not, uh, yeah, you were we were talking about this uh, when when it actually happened because mm-hmm. it's been you know a little bit. I don't know if it's been a week, but about a week. Okay, so three hundred million guns. God knows, because I've tried to find out what what the illegal number would be, and of obviously course, because there's, they're illegal, there's no way of knowing. <laughs> yeah, so there's no way of knowing. So to think that people are going to be okay with you taking their guns, their assault rifles or whatever, that's just ridiculous. Again, that's an amendment right. If you do, and if everyone is in accord, that still doesn't stop the the illegal guns that are floating around, which are, I mean, obviously a lot. Which the majority it, of yeah. gun crimes are committed with. Yeah. Uh, as a matter of fact, 86% of adolescent crime, like, you know, in the 17, 18, 19 range, is illegal guns. And and let's give I the mean, most staggering statistic of all, that the majority of gun crimes in the United States are not done with assault rifles. They're no. done with handguns. <laughs> and you know what's funny about that? I had to, I had to uh, look at, like, the numbers on what's 
what's uh, the worst when it comes to weapons. I mean, like murders by weapons and stuff. And, and I, I actually have a list here. So, um, and and you can actually look this up. I forgot. Um, I can't think of the website, but uh, it pretty much has like all this information, all the numbers. This is 2014. So it's an expanded uh, data table with murder victims by weapons. Total firearms that were used in, well, let's just say 11,961 people were killed by a weapon in 2014. 8,124 by a firearm. Handguns, 5,562. That's, that's a big number. Rifles, 248. <laughs> now, this is crazy. Knives or cutting instruments, 1,567. Blunt wow. objects, like clubs, hammers, mm -hmm. 435. Personal weapons, which would mean hands, fists, feet, 660. So you are in much more danger of getting beaten to death by a weapon or by hands or by... You know, and by a weapon, I mean by not a handgun, but by like, like a knife or something, than you are by an assault rifle. Not only that, if you cut it, which, again, knives and cutting instruments, that is one segment. That's 1,567. Hands, feet, that's another section. And by themselves, they still stack up as more dangerous than an assault rifle. So then in reality, what you're looking at is handguns are the culprit weapons you know the the gun or, or gun violence equation because if you were to take that number out that's already more more than half or about half you know people don't look at that i don't know if you remember when uh i forgot what there's so many shootings that i can't even remember which one this article uh popped off in as a matter of fact let me see if i can i i think i left it here there was one article by um I don't even want to say the who wrote it. I'm going to try and find out. But where I don't know if you read it. The Second Amendment should be like abolished or whatever. Like yeah. they should get rid of it. And in, and it was funny because in that article, the guy who who was talking about it, he tried his best to, to make his point. And if you actually read it, you could kind of see certain things. But it's still a very, 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 very weak point against the Second Amendment. Because, again, like you said, the tyranny of government is very hard to combat like you you put that in, in in place and that's why this country has a second amendment and and when you look at the study that that he used um and you you guys can actually read it it's by the american journal of public health and the title is a relationship between gun ownership firearm homicide rates and the united states well he was talking about how like by how many guns are in a state uh the violence is is uh is is as bad but then that's not the case in texas or Arizona, you know, that that's maybe the case in Chicago, but then we have gun laws that are pretty strict if you, if you think about that. Yeah, you can't there's no gun stores in the city. Yeah. All these there's concealed carry, but then all these establishments have that little sticker on the door that say you can't bring your gun inside the establishment. Yeah. And that that's cities part of my point yeah. right there is that there's so much fear of guns if you're that scared of guns, then why aren't you more for guns in the hands of the right people? Yeah. And I, I give you an example. I'll give you an example. There's a place, because obviously I know all of our listeners are not from Chicago. But there's a place here in Chicago. It's called Jimmy's Hot Dogs. And Jimmy's Hot Dogs makes good hot dogs and polishes. Jimmy's Hot Dogs is in a very, very, very bad neighborhood. Grand and Pulaski. 
Jimmy's Hot Dogs is open very late because it's it's one of those places that people after they come out of the club they they go get food they come out of the bars they go get food it's a nice place you know friends when they get together oh man let's go to Jimmy's you and I have been to Jimmy's several times Jimmy's is the shit and so Jimmy's doesn't have any bulletproof windows it's it's totally open you walk in the counter is open you order everything is open and Jimmy's makes a lot of money and cash money. As a matter of fact, I, only, I think they only take cash. I don't think they take card. I've never heard of Jimmy's hot dogs getting robbed in that bad neighborhood. You want to know why I've never heard of Jimmy's hot dogs getting robbed? Is because if you go in Jimmy's hot dogs, on the waist of at least three guys back there, there's a fucking pistol. And people see that. And those guys back there want people to see that. They want people to see that. Listen, we're just here to make you guys some hot dogs and some fries and some root beer and make you guys feel good. But any motherfucker comes in here with some other motive, we're going to blow his fucking head off. Guess what? I love going to Jimmy's. I feel safe in Jimmy's. In the middle of that piece of shit ass hood, I feel okay in Jimmy's. Why? Because I know I got three people inside Jimmy's. That anybody comes in here to fuck with me or them, they're going to blow their fucking head off. <laughs> let Jimmy's be let, 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 let Jimmy's be an example for everywhere else in the country. Let that be the standing example. If you have armed, trained people ready to go in places where it's probable or likely <laughs> that you're going to get a, a, a deal with a, 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 a active shooter situation, let's be ready for it. Yeah. Let's be ready for it. Another thing, and, and, I, and I guess there's a lot of lessons in the hood. There's, there's gas stations in Chicago that are in such bad neighborhoods that the security guard that works there not only is he armed, he has he has an armored vest ready because he's in a place that it's probable that'll happen. So then why don't we treat this with every school? Like we're seeing all these school shootings, we're seeing these things at churches, and it might not even cost it might not even cost taxpayers a dime or or much. Because you got all these people that I know want to protect kids. Want to do the right thing. You have yeah. people that are probably willing to volunteer and do that. But but the thing is, at first, you have to stop demonizing guns because that's it's not the problem. Matter of fact, in a situation like this, guns may be the thing that help. Yeah. You fight fire with fire. Because obviously, obviously... And and I and I've said this on the podcast before. I like the idea of trying to catch red flags. I like that. And matter of fact, I like the idea of us of us kind of building and working in a society, working toward a society that when we see somebody before they go so far off the deep end in being deranged, maybe somebody can actually like intervene. And and maybe through some acts of kindness and gestures, maybe you could actually pull the people from the dark side. Like I do believe in that because I I, I do think that there's a lot of dark people out there that didn't necessarily start out that way. But I also live in reality and I get that when it's too far gone, 
that's exactly what it is. It's too far gone and there's nothing we can do about it. Thank you. There's nothing we can do about it. It's too far gone. Yeah. So, well, what do you do? So, so what happens if that person is too far gone and they're just at home all day playing video games? Well, then that's fine. That's fine. But if it's too far gone and they're coming with the intention of killing, then you have to kill them. Yeah. That is it. You have to neutralize them. That's it. There's nothing. So you have to be prepared. You have to be prepared. And and that's that's all I can say. That's all I can say. I don't I really don't think banning guns I don't think it'll happen for one, but yeah. secondly, I don't even if it were to somehow happen, I don't think it would work. No, I wouldn't. And so the guns are already there, as you have said. So let's let's think of something that can work. Let's stop being emotional about this and let's actually try to help let's actually try to do something instead of just oh let's weaponize these kids so we could get our agenda passed so yeah whatever the fuck happens down the road and by the way the the article uh it was by brett stevens it was an opinion piece on the new york times and the title was repeal the second amendment so if you guys get a chance you can read it that's the one i was talking about and, and there's a lot of angles to this I mean, what was the episode where we talked? Uh, it was more on the philosophical, psychological end of things. What, which mass shooting was it? Out of the millions that happened, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, well, I don't know because I know we covered the Texas one. We did the the Vegas. Yeah, one. It was a Texas one. Was we it? did the Texas one, and that was on the psychological end of things. And that, that that's that's another angle. There's so many angles to this. If you guys ever get a chance to check out, uh, I don't agree with her stance on it. But it does bring up some good questions. Um, it's it's an article by Linda M. Wolf on Psychology Today. And the title's Mass Shootings, What Role Do Guns Play? Again, don't agree with it where she's going with it. But it does bring, when it comes to the psychological end of things, a good points. So check it out. Interesting. Well, moving on to our next topic. Because uh, that one was kind of... Kind of rough, kind yeah. of a rough one there. Um, this one, this one's actually a little bit more fun and entertaining. So, <laughs> the All Star Weekend, uh, for right before the All Star Game itself, Fergie sung the national anthem. Jesus Christ! From what I gather, she butchered it. That's like seems to be the consensus. But what's so funny about it is, you know. Singers, celebrities, they make mistakes, and we're all human, and and that's fine. It's understandable, but it's so funny to me why people are giving Fergie a pass on this. They're giving her a pass because they're saying, at least this is what what's on Twitter, and I was reading earlier. They're saying that she did that anthem like that on purpose because. That's the anthem that the United States deserves because it's we're what? so fucked up that we're so fucked up with Trump and the shootings and everything <laughs> that she did that on purpose because that anthem shouldn't be sung well. And and that this is this is where the left this is where the left is just so out of their mind to even to even think of that. Listen, people, bad shit happens. But let's not forget that we live in the best country in the world. Yeah, and yeah. and and if if you don't think it is, then like I truly engage you to 
tell us on Twitter and come with your facts and and just you know we'll go from there but but there's so many people that are so anti United States anti the American flag anti everything us that they can take a situation where a singer just messes up the the national anthem and take that and 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 make that into like some sort of political conspiracy against the country that they live in that they live in and were born and raised in and make their money in and yeah i i don't know i didn't even i didn't even know that yeah maybe she just fucked up how about that people Maybe she tried something new well, it, that she it, probably shouldn't well, have it's tried. Clear, it's clear that she just <laughs> fucked up. And I think most people like get that and, yeah. and that's pretty much their understanding of it. But it's just funny to me that so many people have the mindset that's willing to reach yeah. so far out into like the crevices of a conspiracy theory just to kind of reinforce their anti-american sentiments yeah yeah and it's just not gonna work i mean look at how much they've tried with the when it comes to trump and sex scandals with the porn star and this this and that that's not working they've tried with the identity politics which this would fall under identity politics but the thing is and it's not working either like but what i don't get is like why why is even even if you do have a legitimate gripe, like why are you anti your country? Like where where like where does that come from? That I don't understand. But I mean, you look at the strategies that 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 politicians have been using, and of course, if you if you convince them that that they're victims, and you and I had that talk the other day, where where like the left has done a very good job of making of pitting people against each other. You know, when you when you start making people think deeper into things, such as the Fergie thing, you've won, you know, a cultural battle there, but not necessarily a cultural battle that you win that you'll win in our democracy. But at least you'll win in pitting people against each other and having a base and being able to be voted in. And then you look at that and you're like, well, do you care about America as a politician? doing those type of things or do you just care about yourself and Mm -hmm. making ends meet and that's the sad part about our politics pitting people against each other we've talked about it so many times before we all have different opinions and and that's fine and that's why you have a conversation right uh the other day we were talking about jordan b peterson uh talking to um the girl from uh for uh channel four news or whatever and i know they had a conversation and and uh, no one died she didn't hate him. He didn't hate her. She tried to hate him, but she couldn't. You know, it was a conversation. And it's fine. We're all alive. We're cool. Difference of opinions. All right. And I think that when you see how people reach into these these type of things, like Fergie singing the national anthem that America deserves, I mean, look. Look at look at everyone. Look at everyone from, from not, not her, I was about to say from her, but from uh, recently LeBron James to... To Colin Kaepernick wearing those uh the the socks with the pigs as cops, mm-hmm. we live in a world where we generalize things, right? And and sometimes you you're general generalizing the wrong thing, right? Because an officer is a person, right? Um, you look at sometimes people in good neighborhoods or officers they'll look at maybe a criminal or an alleged criminal, and right off the bat have certain views. That's not the correct way of doing things either, right? 
you know, if you're an officer, you should treat a person as a person and, and that's it. Or, or, or if you're a jail guard, you're going to, you, you want to treat the person, you know, give them what, whatever, whatever they need and whatever they have, you know, food, this is not, not have any opinions on, on who the person is because that's not your job, but it's easier said than done because we're human. And again, we go back to the pitting people against each other. That is a strategy that the left has implemented very well. And then the response. So you go from uh, Black Lives Matter, the feminist movement, uh, Occupy Wall Street. Then the response, you have uh, the white nationalists, which is, again, you've now created the opposing identity politic yeah, philosophy. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And then, you know, the the white supremacy side of things. And now, now it's just people fighting about stupid shit. And that's how you get Charlottesville. And it's kind of sad. And then now you see the whole Laura Ingram thing that you mentioned. <laughs> which which is which is interesting to me. So this learning Laura Ingram thing, she's a, a Fox News host and she's pretty on point usually. She's pretty on point and uh she's a, a clearly like a, a pretty smart lady. Um she commented on this video. I guess this video was from like a clip of some sort of ESPN show or podcast. And the host of the show is driving a car, like, you know, like an Uber driver, if you will. And LeBron James and Kevin Durant are in the back seats, And they're having a conversation. And the clip that spun all the controversy and went viral was a clip of Kevin Durant saying that Donald Trump is like a bad coach that you don't want to play for who can't run a team. And LeBron James saying... He clearly doesn't give a fuck about the people. So that went viral. Obviously, there were a lot of people that supported LeBron James saying that. A lot of people that didn't like him saying that. Then, it, because it was viral, Laura Ingram on Fox News talked about it and essentially said, Hey, LeBron, Kevin Durant, we didn't vote for you guys. We voted for Donald Trump. He's the president. Why don't you shut up and dribble? You're ignorant. Some along, some along those lines. Now, my take on it is this. There's few things that she says that I agree with. And there's a few things that I think that she's wrong for saying. Like, in, that, in her statement, she mentions the fact that these guys are not very educated in the classical sense of the word. No. Because they went to the NBA at an early age. You know, they didn't really get the 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 f- full well LeBron didn't get any college experience did Kevin Durant get any college did he go to college? I think so yes well LeBron I know for sure didn't get any college experience so pretty much saying hey you didn't even graduate from college what room do you have to be talking like this and I think that's ignorant because there's a lot of very smart people people that I would even say are geniuses yeah that didn't go to college in fact, some of them, some of those great people are, are high school dropouts. Yeah. And they do great things. So to say that, that's very ignorant and that's very baseless. Now, beyond that, I totally agree with her. LeBron and KD, we don't really care what you think about politics. And I say that and it's not baseless because if people cared what celebrities thought then Hillary would have won. Yeah. yeah. Hillary would have won if people care what celebrities think about politics. That's number one. Number two, 
Laura Ingram showed that she has, out of every party in this controversy mentioned, the biggest balls. Because on Twitter, she told LeBron James, Oh, yeah. Hey, if you disagree with me so much, come on the show. And, of course, he didn't respond. Of course, he's not going to go on the show. But at the All-Star Weekend, he was saying, Oh, yeah, you know, it feels good to be able to to talk about this stuff and yada, yada, yada. And, and you know, in, in his own echo chamber. So, yeah, of course, everybody everybody is cheering and clapping. Oh, LeBron, you're so great. You're so brave. No. The brave thing would be go, if, go on the show. Yeah. That would be the brave thing because if you really do feel like this man doesn't give a fuck about the people, then you should be able to substantiate it. Yeah. And why not substantiate it to this woman on her show, to her demographic, to show everybody how right you are. You you don't you don't have the balls to do that. You got to put your money where your mouth is. He said, this was his response to her. He said, I am more than just a player. I'm bigger than that. Okay, right. beautiful. If you want to talk politics, because that's the thing too. If you're if you're an artist or if if you're a director or if you. That's cool. You're going to have your opinion. And you could voice your opinion. That's fine. But if someone then challenges to debate, exactly. then do it. Put your money where your mouth is. So you should go on the show. You should talk about the issues. And let's see who wins this debate. See, at least, at least I don't think it's going to happen. That's just me being honest. At least with, with this situation, it's a little open. I don't know if you saw Kevin Durant's response. What she said is racist. <laughs> which I hate. That's like There's the most nothing racist about what she yeah, said. What, at yeah, all. shut up and dribble. So you're saying what exactly? And, What's and, racist about and that? And not only that, there was an article <laughs> I read on uh, Town Hall where they were saying how she said that multiple times, yeah. like to different celebrities, shut up and sing, shut up and act. Because essentially, she's not saying that like what you do is all you can be. But if you're going to make these claims and you can't substantiate it, then just shut up and do what you're good at because clearly you're not good at this. Yeah. And that's what that's that that's was LeBron's opportunity to show if you do know so exactly. much about politics right. and you don't want to be told to shut up and dribble. Yeah. Let's let's yeah. do it, baby. Yeah, if someone told me that, let's I'd do be like, it. Oh, let's okay. Okay. Oh, I would yeah. I would and you're just like me. Yeah. I would have jumped at the opportunity. Yeah. Hey, hey, man, shut yeah. up and rap, or come on the show and show me otherwise. When, what time? Yeah. When, when, what time should <laughs> Let's I do, do this, that, baby? baby. When, yeah. Matter of yeah. fact, when should I fly so I could be in studio with you? Yeah. So we could we could make this a motherfucking event. And 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 even if he's wrong, let's say if 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 people thought he was overwhelmingly wrong in his points, at least you'd have the respect that like okay, he puts. He he feels that it's so important that he's willing to get there and, and get down and dirty. You know what I'm saying? Like, but but when you speak and you talk in the realm and, where you're and safe, with all the people that dick ride him, they I would imagine that they would have been like, "Damn, LeBron, that's some crazy." All right, my man's LeBron going on Fox. That's crazy. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? But see, the thing is, the reason why he doesn't is because LeBron he's smart enough to know that he will get destroyed. Yeah. By Laura Ingram. Yeah. Utterly destroyed. And that's when, while you do have the right, absolutely, I support your right to voice your opinion no matter how stupid it is. She also has the right to voice hers. Yeah. And now, if you find a conflict 
because obviously you said what you said and 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 you were able to dish it out yeah but now when it was dished to you you couldn't take it yeah so let's say those two things counteracting are a wash let's say it's it's a wash they counteract and they 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 cancel each other out so now what you have to go off of is all right well I need to substantiate what I'm saying. But you know you can't do that. You know you can't do that because the left has created an environment where you don't have to substantiate no. what you say. Actually, no. you and I have talked about this extensively about the Me Too movement. So very little of it is substantiated. Yeah. Okay, sure. You're talking about workplace harassment. You're talking about assault. You're talking about all of this. But then when we're looking at it, and we're, we're reading about it and we're hearing the testimonies and we're reading the testimonies. We're, we're not seeing the yeah. substantiation. We're just seeing that you you have these feelings, but they've never been expressed to anybody. So you expect us to like become mind readers? I mean, yeah. you, you sub- substantiate that shit. LeBron, like, yeah. wh- why doesn't he give a fuck about the people? What? 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 Yeah, yeah. Well, and then, because then, whatever you're gonna say is gonna be some generic ash, cliche leftist talking point that she's gonna utterly dismantle and and demolish. And then, what do you have to go off of? Yeah, nothing because you don't know, because you don't know. Yeah. Because if you did know, you would go, you would go because that wouldn't do, that wouldn't hurt his fame. That would help it, only help it because yeah. not only is LeBron this great basketball player. Now, damn, LeBron is fucking going toe to toe with Lauren Ingram. Damn, LeBron, twenty twenty. <laughs> you know what I'm but saying? You know, like, yeah, yeah. I, I, I completely understand that, and and I see that. And you know, since you put this parallel, um, the Me Too movement, you you had talked about this Vice video, yeah, uh, and I saw it, and uh, you make a very valid point: is when you do talk about certain things, even if you're wrong, you learn from what's being wrong. Or was being done wrong, rather. And one thing when I saw the Me Too movement, uh, or not not saw them, but the Vice Me Too movement uh, mini documentary or whatever, mini, uh, like the little interviews, I did see something that I thought could be a good thing come out of it. Just like I would think that if he was to go there, he'd probably have a better understanding of things, just like she might have a better understanding of, of where he comes from, regardless of how misinformed he is, or at least seems to be. Um, and there's one thing that I think with the Me Too movement you can learn, and and it, it struck to me, it, it struck me because when when uh, you have that uh, debate between uh, Jordan uh, Jordan Peterson and that uh, where he destroyed uh, the lady, he said something that that is true is women are very agreeable, right? And then you look, and and you see that. And one thing that that I feel that you can there's always room to grow in society, and there's always things to look at that you can improve. And that is one thing that I would suggest, and that I saw in in that documentary. For as much of an issue that that women have with that, they don't voice it. Yeah. You know, like, and that, that's that's something that needs to be fixed because if you do want to be taken serious, right? You have to take it there right if, if we're in a group and one of you guys were to say something that i felt was disrespectful well i have to voice that because if not what are you guys gonna think oh he's cool with that 
You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, he's cool. Like, yeah. Oh, yeah, hey, by the way, uh, we ran train on your sister. Fuck you, but, you know, Cardo. Oh, I, what? I, I'll give you... I'll <laughs> give, I'll give That's you, not cool. I'll give you an example. The other day at work, there was this thing that... Uh, like I like I like I was offered to take a picture with a group of people. And while I, I very much care about these people that I work with and, and I like them and respect them, I didn't feel comfortable taking the picture. I didn't I didn't want to be part of that picture yeah. for this particular program. It wasn't like somebody's personal picture. It was like yeah. a work thing. And I didn't feel comfortable with it. A a woman the way that I was being like told by all, oh, come on, come on, come in yeah. the picture. An agreeable woman would have went in and then later on resented these people for making her go in the picture. Yeah. Because, but me, because I'm not agreeable, I yeah. was like, no. And no matter how many times they told me, yeah. and it was a lot of people asking me, I was like, no, I'm not getting no, in the no, picture. No, yeah. no I'm, this doesn't mean I, I like you people any less. This doesn't mean I don't care about you. This doesn't mean that. It just means that I don't agree with taking this picture. Yeah. I'm not getting in the picture. That's yeah. it. And they they were waiting for me, and I dipped off. I'm like, I'm not taking the picture. Yeah. What don't you want? Oh, what you want? What you want? Come on, man. You you don't fucks with us no more. I'm not taking the picture. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. Now, <laughs> an, an agreeable woman would have been like, okay, all right. And then now, fuck, I I I wish I didn't take that picture. Why did I take that picture? But ultimately. It was your choice. Yeah. If you were that strong and you really didn't want to take the picture that that much, you should have been that strong and not taking the picture. Yeah. And that's and, and that's yeah. and that's that's a a, a a little example, but that's an example of me right from the get go saying, No, yeah. I'm not. I'm not doing it. It's over with. Same thing with women. If you from the get go set your boundaries, hey gorgeous, how are you today? Hey, I have a name. Don't talk to me like that. Fuck you. Do you. How many dudes do you really know or think that will ever, like after they, they, they've been told like that? Yeah, very st strict firm. and stern like that yeah. will continue doing that. I know I would never do it again. No, no I, w I wouldn't either. I'd be like, good morning, Mrs. So-and-so. Like, <laughs> yeah. And then just go on about like that, like <laughs> minimal. Yeah, yeah. Minimal. You know what I'm saying? Because I've been put in my place, and I'm like, shit, I want to catch a case. Yeah, yeah. But you've always like, but now, oh, hey, gorgeous, and then the gorgeous turns to, hey, sexy. Oh man, you look good. You've been working out, yeah. girl. Oh, come here. Now you're touching the waist and stuff, and just allowing and allowing it. Well, shit, you've been cool with it. Like what the fuck? Like yeah, yeah. now it's a problem. Yeah, and and that's the thing. You you gotta set, you gotta set your limits. And I'm not saying that it's the correct behavior to be overly aggressive either. Like let's say. I've seen certain men that are like super aggressive, and and but the thing is, but if 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 it's it's kind of like the thing uh, parents always teach you, uh, or at least my parents taught me. I'm not gonna say parents teach, but you meet someone where where you know at the level that that they come at you with, right? So if someone's coming to you at ten, well then all right, I'm a ten too, but don't ever take it up there, right? But at the same time, it's like if you're seeing a level of, of disrespect or a level of uncomfort, well, you're going to have to meet it with a certain level of, you know, I guess make them feel as uncomfortable or, or, yeah. or be as stern because exactly. this is not where it's going to go. I'm just letting you know that because, right now because I don't feel now, comfortable. Because now if you don't meet it with that level of, of, of sternness to let them know that you're that uncomfortable, 
then they're naturally going to think that you're comfortable with it. Yeah. And that's just something that I feel that with all this thing with the movement, that is something good to learn from it, right? Something good that you could take away if 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 they see that instead of saying, except me for not being, you know, for, for not voicing my opinion. No, maybe you should voice your opinions. Maybe this movement yeah. is teaching you that this is just how things will will have to work, you know, and 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 I mean, again, but that's in life generally. Yeah. Like you can, how are you ever even going to be in a successful relationship if you go through life thinking that everybody is going to know what you are and are not comfortable with? Yeah. yeah. On top of the fact that not everything in life is about your comfort. No, yeah, that's true. Not everything in life is about your comfort, so you got to get used to that quick too. You know, like you're in a workplace and some guys are talking about fucking slaying pussy. If you're not involved in that conversation, like like I'm I'm not an advocate for like like workplace like etiquette and all of that. If these two guys like as long as they're, you know, two or three guys or group of guys, as long as they're doing their job, and they're not like disturbing anyone else in sense of like being too loud. Yeah. They're just having a conversation amongst themselves. No matter what they're talking about, if you're not involved in the conversation, I don't think you should have any say in what they yeah. sh- what they can and cannot talk about. And and in that documentary, there was that case with the dude who turned into a girl. Yeah. And he was talking about how how like they saw a girl and they're like, oh, I call dibs. Yeah. Which that 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 whole that, oh, that shit was f- bizarre. Like, yeah. dude, like. It was kind of like like dude is like a like a traitor ass motherfucker. Yeah. It's like so now you're you think you're a woman, so now like you're gonna like talk about what men were talking about. Yeah, but I, but I've yeah. seen women like Texas the uh, Texas texts from women woman to woman where like I'm like what the f-? you know holy shit women talk like this like there's things that men talk like about women when they're amongst men that of course they're not gonna be like you know. Like, for example, we see a girl, right? Well, oh, shit, I caught dibs on that. I'm not going to go up there and be like, oh, I caught dibs on you. That's just something that you're talking yeah. to as men. It's the yeah. lingo. And I've seen women do the same thing. God damn. What the fuck? Okay, so so you can't talk like that about us now. You know yeah. what I'm saying? No, that's just we're humans. We're going to say things. And, 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 and that's another thing that people forget. Like, you know, we you say things with, with the people that you hang out with that, that might not be acceptable to say to a woman right as a man but you're not gonna go say that to to the to the woman you're saying that amongst men now that's just humanity with with that and with that dibs situation when when the dude was saying that and you well the transgender dude or woman whatever i don't even know anymore because there's (laughs) like 31 genders i would have to guess yeah um he when he said that well, you have to say they, or it. Let me let's go with it because I'm not sure. <laughs> when it said that, the girl was like, "Oh my god, that's so gross." But but this is between. Yeah. This is not this is not involving you. This is involving the guys. So like, what what this has nothing to do with you. That's like that's like the equivalent of like a bunch of girls getting together and like doing each other's makeup because yeah. I don't put makeup on. Oh my God, that's so gross. Yeah, yeah. Dark, 50 Shades of uh, uh, Grace or 50 Shades, whatever the fuck that movie is, it's so gross. Magic Mike is gross. 
Yeah, it's not gross. It's, it's just pretty stupid. But yeah, yeah it but, is. But 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 no. But the thing is, the thing is, it's like, it's it's your it's your thing. It's yeah. it's that's your thing, and and this is our thing. And I'm sure it's like her in a sense, like she's voicing her opinion. But but the thing is, she would not have even known about that had dude not said that, or in another case like been listening in but that's because it's like well you're listening into somebody's situation that 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 is not inviting you and see like with the whole 50 shades of gray or whatever like i comment on that and like and the stupidity of it yeah but that's because like like these women or these people they're vocalizing and oh 50 shades of gray is so great well no now i you're giving me the liberty to tell you what i think about it yeah but now, if it's a situation where these women are like having their own conversation, yeah. I don't have the right to like fucking eavesdrop and then like yeah. criticize the conversation. It, I was not invited to that conversation. Yeah. It's not about me. And, 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 and but see, that's the thing to me. Like, if you look at the psychology behind Fifty Shades of Grey and why it applies to women when it comes to the you know the, the those books that they read and shit. Like, if that's what's on your mind. As a human, right, and then you're with your a woman that's your friend and you're close, and then you see him, and so, and you think he's attractive. What are you saying to her, right? So, so that's something between you and her, and you're gonna probably you might say something inappropriate. Well, yeah, and if you're gonna go the route of analyzing that shit, then yeah. you also have to acknowledge the fact of how hypocritical they're being. Exactly. You're so you're you you you're in love with this fantasy movie. That the dude is doing everything that like you're supposedly against. <laughs> fucking his co-worker. Or actually he's the boss, fucking the bitch, like then like chains and whips and you like can't hug in the workplace. Let alone fuck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So they took it there. You 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 know what I'm saying? Yeah, so like yeah. if it's it's a bunch of hypocrisy. Yeah, so that was a pleasant surprise taking it to the Me Too movement at the end, but yeah, it is what it is. A lot of it is related. But uh, that's our episode for today. Thank you guys for listening. The show continues to grow thanks to you guys. So keep listening. Keep sharing. If we talk about something on an episode that you think somebody will be interested in, send the episode to them. Text them. Email them. Send them our link. We're on SoundCloud. We're on Google Play. We're on the Apple Podcast app. We're on Stitcher. Essentially everywhere that uh, you find a podcast that you'll find us that. So thank you guys. Keep listening. Peace. Peace.